Hi everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit, Get Fit, Chat Submits, and welcome to our Odds and Sods, as we're calling it, series finale. We hope you've enjoyed this sub-series, and I'm sure we'll you know, visit again in the future, but for now, this is it, and we're moving on to our next sub-series, Is It Bad For You? This week is a little bit more of a piss take, if I'm being honest, where we have a bit of fun and look at some rather interesting supplements. We look at tart cherry juice. Bloody hell, I've nailed that first time, and uh, you'll understand why I've said that later on. We also look at HMB, caffeine gum, and caffeine rinse, and then we finish the series with an outrageous supplement, crocodile blood. Yep, I'm not joking, and maybe... Just maybe it reduces DOMS. Before all that though, I need to address an advert I saw for something marketed as a functional creamer. Yep. <laughs> right, chat and supplements, series finale, let's get into it. Good day, Fine Oswald. Good afternoon, mate. No, good afternoon. Good evening. Sorry. Good evening. Good evening. It's been a long day. Yeah. This evening, just double checking. It must be hard trying to be two people, though. You know, by day you're Tom, the personal trainer. By night, you're Oswald, the fascist. I know. At, at night, I'm a, I'm a fascist. You know, <laughs> uh, doing. Well, I'm actually found a way to combine the two. You see, what I do is I rent out a big hall. Right. And I do like a bit of Pilates, a bit of boot camp. Then suddenly during the cool down, I've been at my podium and I'm, I'm, I'm Oswald. <laughs> and the British fascist party <laughs> comes out. Well, yeah, I found a really unique way to bring fascism and fitness together. Awesome. And it's working well, working really well. I like yeah, it. get to wear a cool uniform. Uh, yeah. Hopefully I'll get Hugo Boss on the deal. Uh, yeah, pretty good, mate. Things are looking up. Things are looking right. Oh, I like that. That was good. That was that yeah. was very uh, very smooth. I mean, when you, just to clarify, when you say you like that, <laughs> yeah. I mean you like the pun. Yeah, I like the pun. I don't like. I don't like the good actually. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's, let's fucking get it going. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. So welcome back to uh, Chat and Supplements, where we talk all things supplementation in the health and fitness industry, and sometimes a bit of fascism as well. Ah, oh, I, I, really, I didn't think he was going to laugh because of the whole fascism thing. I thought he was going to laugh at the whole absurdity of this episode of what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, we are at the we are at season's end, Tom. This is the end of the supplement series. We've, we, you know, we're finally here. Yeah. Many episodes. I mean, we say that, but as you may have seen in some of our past series, if we do get another request come in that fits the bill, it will, you know, we'll pop it in that series as like a little encore. But yeah, as for now, mm. after this episode, we'll be moving on to other series. But yeah, we're doing a bit of a, it's, we, call, we kind of called it, it's not going to be called this when you see it on your, your app, but we've called it Odds and Sods behind closed doors, essentially, <laughs> because this is yeah. this is a clusterfuck of supplements. This is carnage. Some of them you might have heard of. Some of them, you well, I mean, there's definitely one you've probably never heard of unless you follow us on Instagram and you got involved with our poll. But <laughs> Well, I'm sure they've heard of it. Uh, they've just not actually... The application, yeah, not the applications that we're going to talk about, but we'll go straight into it. Before we actually go into the odds and sods, there is something I need to address, Tom. So I saw an advert earlier in the week that I did send you. Um, I think we need to we need to discuss this because this 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 term. I mean, I use this term, but it is getting out of control now. So I got an advert for something called Four Sigmatic Think Functional Creamer. Now that sounds intense, doesn't it? What it actually is, it's essentially powdered milk that goes in your tea. A creamer, coffee creamer, yeah, coffee creamer, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Mm. Um, but they've decided to go down the whole marketing route of calling it a functional creamer, Tom. It is functional. It, there's the stuff in there, mate. We've got Lion's Mane Mushroom, MCT Oil. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. Where, oh, where do we... God, no. This is what I'm talking about. This is, this is chestnut. Fu- this yeah. is functional, mate. I don't know what it's functional in. Making your tea taste nice. I... This is the last thing we need. You know, CrossFitters getting on this now. Creamer. Wait, why have you gone straight to CrossFitters? 
let's be honest with you. Whenever you think of the new Gucci supplement, you know, the first thing you think of is, hmm, this is going to be in the next CrossFit Games. Yeah. You know, Noco, we're going to have like a, yeah, a, a creamer flavored drink next. And then, a, you know, coffee where you can get yeah, your functional cream. I want to know what makes it functional. Obviously, you've mentioned the MCT oils, but I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, even look at the brand, it doesn't look very functional. I'd expect at least a bit of kipping on there. <laughs> Fucking you. Right. Um, yeah. Adam, if you are listening to this, mate, stay fucking away. I don't want to see this in the Folk Fuel Cafe behind the counter. Bit of, bit of functional cream. That's the last thing we need in a CrossFit gym, okay? But hang on there, Tom. There is a range, mate. So you said you've seen that. There's more. We've got Think, which is the one I just mentioned. We've also got Gut Health and Balance. Um, they all have MCT oil in, so that seems to be the standard. That seems to be the foundation for the functional creamer, MCT oil. But then we've got Probiotics, Ashwagandha. You can also get a pack where you get the whisker with it as well. It's a functional whisker. A whisker? Yeah, you can buy like a pack where you get all three and then you get like an electronic whisker to whisk oh, your, your, your creamer into your coffee. But it's a functional whisker. It's functional, is it? Yeah, it's <laughs> functional. Do you remember functional? It turns on. Yeah, te- well, yeah, technically that meets the criteria of it being functional, doesn't it? They're not lying. Yeah, they're not lying. You're right, yeah. <laughs> you know, technically they're not lying. It's a, it's, it's a functioning creamer. But yeah, if, I mean, if, if you've seen an advert for this, I don't even want to say because I said there are things like ashwagandha in it, which we've done a podcast on, probiotics, which we spoke about the podcast. They've literally thrown in buzzwords into mm. a coffee creamer and gone, yeah, we'll call it functional. It's really crazy when you think that there was actually a meeting of minds that came together <laughs> yeah. and not one of them looked at like his colleague and just went, what, what, what the fuck is a functional creamer? They all unanimously decided, you know what, we're going to go with this, we're going to roll with it. And you know, it's a very slippery slope because what's next? What is next, Bill? Functional avocados? <laughs> functional avocados. Functional tap water? Yeah, I can see a market It's a that. very slippery slope. What is I, next? I feel like you could have a whole range. You could have a whole range of functional, functional products. Functional eyebrows. Infused with MCT oil. Functional geese. Functional geese. What defines a functional geese? Well, oh, <laughs> oh, you like no. to know? oh, here we <laughs> go. Here we fucking go. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. even going to walk you into that, but you did it yourself. Oh, God, here we go. Some people will be like, what the fuck are they on about? You don't want to know. Don't ask. No. I mean, if anyone was going to be able to find function in a geese, it would it, it would be you. Oh, of course <laughs> it would. Yeah, here we go. Fucking. It's my turn this week, is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's move this fucking on. Okay. That's what you said to the geese. <laughs> Right, it's good for the gander (laughs) okay right i'm here all night so today's episode is i said odds and sods what we are going to talk about is a few you know in particular products we are going to do a little poll though we did we did i did a poll only thing is unfortunately this week we didn't get as many responses because if you're not aware we have launched a brand new podcast instagram which obviously doesn't have as many followers as my own personal one so there's less people to vote on this one but we're creeping up you know if you want to give us a follow on instagram the details will be down below. It is at Chat Shit Get Fit Podcast. Um, obviously, the brand end, you'll see all the colourful stuff, and you'll see me and Oswald on the uh, the front. So that'll be that's a, that's a, that's a dead giveaway. It is highly recognisable. So I asked. This is kind of a giveaway for one of the products we're going to be talking about today. Would you take crocodile blood if it reduced DOMS? And I also put a picture of like a little saucy crocodile on top of the text, just to really highlight. You know, crocodiles are are alive. And no surprise here. Ten people said no. And only two said yes. Listeners out there, have a guess. Who do you think said yes? Who do you think one of those two was? Well, I'm not afraid to try new things, Bill. You know, <laughs> so I was one of those people. I'm curious who the other person is. I'm not going to call him out. Actually, I will call him out. Fuck it. Let's get him out. Who is it? 
It is you and Leon. I don't know who that is, but you know, we both have a, the same taste for crocodile blood. So yeah, crack on Leon. Best mate. Everyone else, yeah, we all said no. But <laughs> the thing is, when we explore crocodile blood later in the episode, maybe, maybe you might want to go a bit left field. Maybe you might think, actually, this sounds pretty fucking good. I'm going to get hands on. But you have to wait till the end of the episode for that because that is the last one we're going to talk about. I mean, it shows that we do live in a society, Bill. That uh, you know, no one could bat an eyelid of taking a bite into some ropey chicken drumstick, and they maybe see a vein or two in there, and they're like, "Ah, oh, just part and parcel, ain't it, of eating chicken, really?" But you know, as soon as you say, "Look, I'm going to put a bit of a straw into a crocodile and have a little sip," suddenly it's it's seen as a uh, well, this is really weird. I mean, I, I don't think they just deliver dead crocodiles with straws. I don't think that's the the, the means of delivery. What was a functional crocodile? <laughs> I mean, that's a different, that's a different ball game. Isn't it? Maybe, like a maybe, Capri they, Sun. maybe they're using the functional crocodiles to deliver the functional creamers. No, that sounds too far fetched. I like the idea <laughs> of like a crocodile being like a giant Capri Sun, where you get a straw and you pierce it in, and it's like, yeah, have a sip on a crocodile. Oh god, but where are we going? Yeah, like right. a giant Capri Sun. <laughs> right, let's get into the meat and bones of the of the podcast which is the odds and sods. And we're going to start with one, which I'd probably say is most, out of all of them, probably the most positive, And that mm-hmm. is tart, ger- uh, tart cherry juice. And this is normally bought in capsules, though. Even though it says juice, you, can, you normally do buy like tablets and stuff from Holland and Barrett and that. And, you know, something we do know is that oxidative stress and inflammation, you know, that they are sort of, you, you need them. You, you know, you need, well, you need them to promote like adaptations. Yeah. But like you actually do need them to make a difference when you're training. But if you have too much of those things, that's when you get the whole thing of being in shit state, overtraining savage doms so ideally we want to find something that keeps us in that nice little happy balance and this is one of those supplements which you know is it, the literature in it is growing i mean yeah tom, tom was when i brought it to my attention I and mean, when, when i looked myself i was like bloody hell this is obviously this is, this mm. is getting more and more now some of the big boys in the game are starting to review um some of these papers which, which is good to see and we have got one of the later papers here from 2020 now a lot of these papers are quite small participant-wise because it's not like a mainstream supplement. It wouldn't be like one of your creatines where they get fucking every you know, man, dog, woman on the fucking supplement to do a test. But this one had 20 participants um, and they compared tart cherry juice. I'm really struggling to say that. Tart cherry juice. Yeah, it does sound a bit weird yeah, coming off your thumb there, Bill. cherry juice. Right, okay. So they looked at, they compared tart cherry juice to placebo on recovery. Hmm. And this was a concentrate, 30 milliliters or that someone has a placebo. And this was twice per day for eight days. Okay. Uh, the, interest, the results are actually quite interesting on this. So there was improvement in the three performance tests in regards to recovery. It was counter movement, uh, jump, 20 meter sprint, and then a knee extension. And they saw improvement in all of those. However, yeah. there was no significant improvement in blood biomarkers, such as C-reactive protein and creatine ki- uh, kinase or Canice, whatever you want to fucking pronounce it. I can never pronounce it. Yeah, we'll call it Canice, whatever. Um, yeah. Now, when you look at that, you'd be like, fucking hell, this is really mad. Because normally we look at those biomarkers as like an indication because that, that's an actual like a data, data-driven sort of yeah. marker, isn't it? But this but this case, we've actually seen performance increases though. So almost you'd kind of, you can almost ignore the biomarkers really, can't you? Because you normally only use biomarkers if the performance gains are like marginal and you need to see mm. more deeper results to see if there's been a benefit. But I feel like with this paper... The fact we've already seen that's 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 what you want to see. You actually want to see performance, you know, recovery from performance. You don't really need to know yeah. if your biomarkers aren't that important, really, if you're already seeing performance gains, if that makes sense. I mean there was like yeah, like really noticeable effects. I say really noticeable effects, let's just say there was notice- noticeable effects 
after what 24 and 48 hours yeah yeah taken it mm. uh, one thing i want to quickly just add in actually is that i had a really dumb dumb moment earlier where i was trying to because obviously i was looking to the dosage of it as well because uh, obviously you found i'm probably gonna spoil things a bit here but you did find a paper where it kind of went into different dosages with yeah different effects. so yeah we'll, we'll, we'll touch that we'll conclude at that point that's really important yeah, yeah i'm not gonna spoil it but i was kind of looking at well where can I get like a tart cherry juice from that has like this high concentrate so we can get the right dose? And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is a really expensive supplement. But it didn't even occur to me, yeah, actually, you could just get this in pill form. Yeah. So in pill form, it's a lot cheaper. Me, I was like being an absolute donut looking for actual tart cherry tart juice cherry thinking, juice, yeah. shit, how much do I need to drink of this? It's quite expensive as a juice. Yeah, well, of course it is, yeah. But they obviously concentrate it down into pill form to make it more affordable yeah. and more convenient. Me, so. completely being oblivious was just like... Shit, yeah, I didn't even think about it because getting pill form. So this paper it was, you know, a pretty good one. It's one that we, you know, one of some of the, the players have said, some of the big players we call them have looked at and we, we've looked at as well, and it, it is pretty good. Um, this wasn't the first paper, though. I said the evidence has been growing, so there are others which show benefits uh, on recovery. We'll have all those links down below if you are interested. We won't go through all of them, obviously, because that would be boring. Um, there is one, though, that did sh- didn't show any benefits, but it was the only paper that stopped supplementation early. So what a lot of them do is they'll keep them going until they've fully tested them, whereas these guys on this paper, they stopped it before post-testing. So when they actually tested them afterwards, they weren't taken at that point. So that was the only one that didn't use it, which then indicates, you know, you could argue Mm. that's the reason why. Plus, this is probably more actually the reason why, is because it was on water polo. And you could argue water polo in a swim pool is non-weight-bearing. So the damage done is probably going to be quite limited compared to maybe what the other papers are looking at which is more of a you know a resistance training sort of side of thing so that that's that's probably why if you were to find if someone was to say to you oh, it doesn't work and they showed you that one paper just bear in mind limitations like that that it depends on the activity they're doing um, and how long they were taking the supplement for but yeah yeah so far on paper it, look, it looks pretty positive but tom this is where tom was talking about earlier we've got a paper even later one now so this is actually from 2021 and this was basically a paper that looks at all the current evidence um and it wasn't to do with, it wasn't like a, a you know a meta analysis or systematic review trying to conclude if it was actually a good supplement it was actually te- was actually looking at how it's been researched wasn't it and actually looking at how the yeah. evidence was gathered and how you know basically how the researchers have been have been conducting their research um mm. and basically what they conclude there is there was as tom was kind of hinting at is there's a high degree of variance in the way they sort of analyze the data and sort of the the, the yeah. variances in in doses and stuff like that like what was you saying about what, what? I remember you sent me a message, didn't you, about one of the one of the main substances, isn't it, that they use? Yeah, um, I can't pronounce it. Poly, 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 poly. Yeah, poly, poly. Po- polyphenol. <laughs> right. Shit, I can't we speak. Need, I can't fucking, do English well today. We fucking we need Michael here, don't we? Po- poly, polyphenol. Oh shit! In well, that's the main the main active ingredient. The main the main ingredient that does yeah. juice that does the job begins yeah. with a P. Polyphenol. Polyphenols. Fucking hell. Yeah, as Tom was <laughs> as Tom was saying, like it's that. <laughs> It's that ingredient that we failed to say that polyphenols. Polyphenol, well, yeah. There's a lot of variants, and that makes it very, very difficult to actually come to a conclusion. Because, as you said, if you looked at all the previous papers, it looked quite like positive almost. But if all of them are using lots of different variants and the way they're analysing, it's also different. Like as Thomas said numerous times on the podcast, you want to see repeat studies done in almost a very similar way, just to sort of. Take any variances. Yeah, yeah, to, but yeah, it's basically like do it on a different population, do it on a different size of subjects, and that way, if it's done similar in a similar way with similar doses, you can kind of it almost reinforces the point. You can reinforce the previous. Say, okay, that one did that showed that. We also showed that in a different population. 
there we go. But the problem is because there's so much variance, this 2021 paper's kind of thrown the whole tart cherry juice into um, a bit of carnage. Disarray. Yeah, disarray. Yeah. Oh, uh, disarray. I like it, Tom. Big word. Oh, I like that as well, actually. Very That's good going to be my new buzzword. But still, though, it's uh, it's something I've definitely taken interest in. I th- I I would say I think we've mentioned this a few times on the pod is that if you're like a top level athlete, for example, it's not like the most expensive thing in the world. And if you're doing like a big competition, like a really big, you know, it's game day. Let's say you're a fucking I don't know Olympian. Maybe it can have some. Maybe it can have some benefit. Who knows? I mean, when it's yeah, when it's, it's it's worth a go. I mean, the fact that like it kind of showed like improvements in all three stages here, like as compared to a placebo, mm, you know, yeah, yeah, it was so like, they just went in and just like did it randomly with just this one thin tart cherry juice. I can't say it now, Bill. Tart cherry juice, you know, they actually put up against placebo. So that's what I'm and, drinking uh, here right now, Tom. I, I was I was going to comment earlier. That looks like a nice fine wine, Bill. It's, it's just squash. It's squash, mate. Is it squash? It's is not it? that exciting. Oh, I'm getting the old yes. cherry juice. Is it functional squash? Is it functional? Yeah, it's Tesco squash. I don't know if that's is functional. Is it a functional glass though? <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it tastes nice. Is that, if that's functional, the taste. Technically, that the idea of squash is to make water taste nice, so it is functional. Yeah, it is functional. It's functional to its purpose. It is so, yeah. which is to deliver a nice, subtle, fruity taste. On don't your tell palate. Tesco that they put ten quid on the price. I know. Oh Jesus Christ. That's Tesco, probably about ten p. Where were we? <laughs> don't tell, don't tell Tesco about functional horses. Jesus, do you remember that? I do. They was caught out scandal. putting horse burgers out on the shelves. Fucking hell! What are we talking about again? Um, oh, that's it. Yeah, cherries. Um, that's it. Functional cherries. Uh, I mean, admittedly, I do have like a bit of a bias towards this anyway because I, I generally like cherries and cherry juice. Uh, but no, going back to the main study we was kind of talking about, where testimonies like counter jump, etc. Uh, I mean, you did mention how like there wasn't like a massive difference with like creatine kinase levels. Yeah, I hope I pronounced that right. Go back and look at the graph. You can see there is some difference. It isn't like a major difference, but looking at now, now to me personally, I would look at it and go, it's enough for me to say that something is happening other than placebo here. Because even though they showed improvements on like the the, the free output test, physical output test, at the same time you can still kind of say placebo is a mm. is involved in that. Thing is, you could argue is you could argue that the sample size was so small that if you were to have a larger sample size, you would perhaps yeah. see more biomarker differences. Yeah, yeah. that is true. That, that could be because that twenty is people is not a lot. That's why we need to see more with a larger yeah. sample size, really. Yeah, that's what I'm taking interest in this is, and yeah. I think like we are probably going to see more on this because it is starting to get traction a little bit but yeah i mean tart cherry tart cherry juice uh go for it yeah or tart cherry recovery. supplementation yeah you want to go for it that's your thing you want to put your tart cherry capsules on top of a belgian bun you go for it <laughs> caveat to that though if you are continuously in shit state from your training the first point of call is not to go and buy tart cherry juice probably to sort your training out i'll probably crit- oh yeah, <laughs> what were you going to say? <laughs> Functional creamer. Functional creamer, yeah, that might help. <laughs> no. But no, so I'd probably go say, sort it, same with pretty much any supplement really, before you go to these things, you sort out your training first. Like if you're looking for something to help with your recovery, you, you need to look at your training because the, your chances are you're probably doing too much. Yeah, which is why you're functionally creaming in. Oh, that was so good. I've been desperate to say know, that. That was a perfect timing. I know, I, I know. like that. What we'll do is we'll edit out the bit where I'm patting myself on the back for my own joke. Yeah. <laughs> and it will seem, it'll seem so classy and seamless. <laughs> we'll move on to the next one. Now, this one is something you've probably 
a lot of you have actually probably heard of, and that's something called HMB. Now, this is something you find in like powder form. Pretty much all the big chains do it, like my protein sells it. Um, it's basically a metabolite of leucine, mm. um, and it has been shown to stop muscle protein breakdown, which is this whole big selling point. Now, that's what they go with when they try to basically flog it to you. And some of it, not most of it, but some of it, you know, it's, it's calcium form has resulted in greater strength gains and um, hyper, hyper, hypertrophy gains. Hypertrophy, yeah. Hyper, or however you want to say it. Fucking hell, Tom. It doesn't matter, mate. Joe, I like saying hypertrophy. I say hypertrophy. I know that it's hypertrophy. Yeah, hypertrophy. No, hypertrophy. It's hypertrophy, but I like calling it hypertrophy. You're being too pretentious, Tom. I know. Who so, cares? Who gives a shit? Yogurt, yogurt. I'm just going to say what I was just saying again, because basically what I was saying is, We've seen some, obviously, about the stopping the muscle breakdown, but also, you know, some of it, not all of it, in the calcium form has been shown to help with strength gains and hypertrophy, which is obviously building bigger muscle. However, this is the important bit. It's never been shown in trained lifters. Mm. That's a big difference. So you've got, obviously, trained lifters, where people have obviously been doing it for a while, and then you've got newbies. And all these, a lot of these papers are all done on people who are new to the gym, so people who have never really done much. So we actually got a 2018 major analysis done solely on trained and competitive athletes, and it actually found no significant benefit. Yeah. Basically, it seems best used on paper if you're just getting started. However, yeah. it's tough to say but because if you're just getting started, you get that initial buzz, don't you? You know, yeah. when you start when you start training, you get that initial sort of newbie gains. Yeah, newbie gains. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. newbie gains. Literally, anything you do when you're new is going to create like a an adaptation. Adaptation. Yeah, and this is what I'm saying. It's like, is it is it the HMB or is it the lack of adaptation? That's yeah. you know, and they're just they just you know they uh, what's the word correlating it. Oh, they were they took HMB at the same time of doing this brand new resistance yeah. training program that was designed by scientists. I mean, HMB's been like around for. Long a time. bunch of years now, like especially with regards to the supplement industry. I mean, it, it kept flim flamming between like, well, why would I be taking HMV? HMV? Fucking hell. HMB. Uh, we, we are shit at English today, ain't we? I know the nightmare, isn't it? I don't know what's going on. Uh, I need to take on new tropics. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> there's been claims about like old oh, strength, etc., mm. increasing strength, increasing hypertrophy increasing all sorts you know doms blah, blah 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 i mean the one thing that it might in regards to newbies maybe it might make some kind of small difference but maybe not maybe it's just because you're new and that you're doing yeah. something that is suddenly creating a stimulus um however it has some evidence does show that it's an anti-catabolic yeah so this is where if like let's say you was dieting down you was in a calorie deficit for some time and you want to maintain what muscle mass you have, then it might be useful to take something like three, I think is it, f- I'll have to double check the paper here. Da, 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 da. Yeah, maybe something like three grams of HMB a day. Mm. It might mitigate muscle loss if you're like a calorie deficit, but I'm still not 100% convinced. No. I'm it not- might be useful if you're dieting and want to maintain muscle, but yeah, at the moment, I'm very like... Um, pessimistic when it comes to supplementation <laughs> i mean especially in the fact that it's never been shown in trained lifters um, yeah so i just feel like if you are new and this is maybe peaking your interest you're probably just better off not doing too much too soon and making sure you're progressing you know properly just to clarify there is there are some studies where they have done untrained lifters. yeah they, i mean that major analysis i showed you something yeah. they showed no significant benefit so yeah, there's one I've got where it just says, oh, a, a total of 20 resistance trained males, but it doesn't necessarily say what they're defining as what they mean by trained. 
Yeah, because we've spoken about this in the past how yeah. the, 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 the criteria of trained can be very loose. Like, oh, they, they walk daily. It's like, so they walk daily, they're now a trained, a trained individual. You know what I mean? It's like the- Yeah. In fact, one study we're going to talk about later with something completely different to supplementation, it was like, oh, sedentary males, but it said less than 140 minutes of activity a week. Yeah, it's like, well, you could what? Now, to me, that's not sedentary. <laughs> yeah, you could be doing like, what, 10-minute hit sessions every day. You know what I mean? That, well, fucking, even if you're well, just 20 minutes, walking, 20 minutes. like yeah, steady state yeah, exactly. for that amount or exercise, yeah. it's still like... You've, yeah. you've got to, you've got to look into the criteria of this stuff because, as, as Tom's just said, there it can be quite misleading when they say, "Oh, trained athletes or untrained." Like an untrained, for example, could be the opposite. They could say, "Oh, these are untrained." Turns out the guy you know lifts three times a week, but yeah. it's because their criteria was four times a week, they're untrained. I mean, one thing I've got to say is when I got really heavily into like uh, training, I did actually used to take HMV. Mm. HMB, not HMV. HMV is a fucking DVD store. They even sell DVDs anymore. I don't even know. It's probably why HMV's gone bust. Um, but yeah, I used to take HMB, and they are massive tablets. Are they? They are absolutely huge, like cassette tapes. <laughs> Maybe they are on HMV then. I know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Da ding. I don't know. I'm coming out of all these old references today. Show my age. <laughs> but yeah, HMB. I I wouldn't recommend it. My personal thoughts is. No, I just won't go to it. Yeah, uh, there's other things you can spend your money on. Yeah. Like functional creamer. <laughs> like functional creamer, right. We should go on to Cannibal Coffee about this. Speaking of Cannibal Coffee, Tom, we're on oh, to the next one. Oh, on, Bill. Caffeine gum slash caffeine rinse. That sounds really interesting, but I did think he was going to come out of a discount code then. <laughs> we are going to come on to that. <laughs> But I feel like we're, 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 we're people. Wait out if you are if you are after some really good coffee, which is not gum or rinse. Wait around for five minutes, and we'll, we'll tell you the code at the end. But as we before we do that, we are going to go into it. So we spoke about coffee and caffeine before um, on our episode chatshitgetfit.com/slash/coffee, um, and we know that it can have you know performance benefits both mentally and physically. I think we mentioned it was yeah the data suggested three to six milligrams per kilo for a performance boost, but obviously that does depend on individual tolerances. If you've never had coffee before and you're going with six milligrams mm. per kilo, you're probably going to shit yourself. Um, so don't do yeah. that. In terms of the gum, I can actually see a potential use for it. I mean, if you're not, if you don't really like coffee or, you know, yeah. and you're, you're out and about and you just want to get a bit of a boost, I can see, I can actually see a benefit of chewing on some caffeine yeah. gum. Or if you've got a nice long drive. Yeah, that's a good I mean, You want to get angry. <laughs> you want to get angry, just chewing around. <laughs> some road rage in, in, in preparation. The concept of it, Tom, I think is quite good. The problem is, is the price can be quite a lot. And yeah. I'm not I'm not too sure on the dosing. I mean, the doses are not yeah. that high. I mean, some of them, I'm sure I saw some of them was like per four or five gum. It was like 200 milligrams. It's just like a can of Monster, which is good. But it's put four or five bits of gum in your mouth. It just seems a bit... Yeah. I mean, it, it, it sounds like it could definitely lead to some... Uh, s- s- some the least aggression, let's just say, to be sticking like six gums in your mouth. And let's be honest with you, with something like that, it's very hard to know how much you're dosing yourself with, especially if you're if you don't really know the effects of caffeine or the dosage or what you should be able to mm. tolerate. Yeah, yeah. Because me, like with gum, I can just pop like fucking ten gum in the space of an hour and not give a shit. Always oh, lost its taste. Unless you're tracking the maths on that, Tom. Yeah, for all you know, you could be smashing God knows how much caffeine. I mean, like you get those juicy fruit gums, you, you put it in your gob, 10 seconds later, yeah, gone. flavour's gone, flavor's out gone. it goes, pop another one in. That might be me with uh, with a uh, caffeine gum. And before I know it, I've had a thousand meals. I mean, I didn't even know it really existed until we were doing this episode. So it, it's certainly yeah. interesting. But I mean, yeah, we know caffeine works, so we can't take that away. But I say we know it works, but we know it, we think it works. But um, yeah, yeah, so it's possible. But is it possible to get the high dose into gum, etc.? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I suppose you get in the bloodstream quicker because you're gumming it, literally. <laughs> I mean, cost, cost effectiveness, though, I don't think it'd be very good on your wallet. It'd probably be quite expensive. It does seem like a nice little gimmicky niche, though. Yeah, I oh, you know. I said it's coffee, Tom. I like the taste of coffee. Coffee is my friend. I'm not going. Like I'm not going to get rid of coffee for chewing gum. I mean, at the end of the day, if I just wanted, if I was not a coffee fan and I just wanted to get caffeine into my system, I'll just have caffeine pills. <laughs> caffeine? What Pro Plus? <laughs> yeah, like, no. Honest to God, I'm not even taking the piss. It's it's probably cheaper and it's more efficient, and you know the exact dose you're getting. All right, Tom, hold there for a second, mate. Bit of story time. Do you remember? When we went to, I think it was Fabrics that time in London, and a friend of ours, Lee, was there with us, and he had Pro Plus in his pocket. And I swear to God, he was flogging them as suspect supplements, you know, the, you know, the illegal kind. Yeah. And I'm sure he was selling um, Pro Plus for five quid a pill. It was, am I right? First of all, let me just clarify, this is a long, long time ago. Yeah, it was fucking ages ago, this. It was, uh, it, it was before How many years the ago army. Is this? this must have been like 10 plus years ago. Yeah, yeah this is a long time ago. We, we changed people since then. <laughs> Uh, but yes, that did happen. That did happen, yeah. I just remember him going, I was like, where'd you get that money from, mate? And he goes, oh, I'll be just flogging Pro Plus. And he goes, and the thing is, you know, <laughs> did, did it mean you look at each other and go, well, technically people are going to get a bit of a buzz from that, so they're going to think it's yeah. working. Placebo. If only we knew about how big the placebo effect was back then. <laughs> well, I would have been fucking selling it. He was making a fortune. Great salesman. He Great was, salesman. Yeah. Uh, oh. yeah, but um, yeah, that, that did happen. That did, that did that. happen. But no, yeah. going back. Going back to the, the <laughs> Jesus episode. Christ. Yeah, getting back on track. We'll move on uh, to the next one, Tom. Caffeine rinse. So now this is actually this is actually a thing. I'm not just making it up. So the way this has kind of happened is kind of almost piggybacked off certain. That's carbohydrate rinse. Now, y- yeah, that, that's actually that, yeah. that's actually something that's been showing promise on paper. So that's why obviously caffeine's kind of jumped on the back, hoping to get that on that bandwagon. Unfortunately, yeah. on paper, caffeine doesn't live up to it as well as the carbohydrate one does. Once again, I'm going to mirror what you said earlier. And that is, I like in, in this context, I'm talking about coffee. I like my coffee. You won't see me swishing it and spitting it out. Even like things like Monster Zero, stuff like that. I like it as an actual beverage, a drink. I do, yeah. But we do have we do have some papery, you know, evidence based on all them all those buzzwords. We got a systematic review from 2020. It looked at 11 randomized crossover studies. Three studies found significant positive positive effects of caffeine mouth rinsing on exercise performance, whereas the remaining eight found no improvements or only suggestive benefits. They noted mixed results may be due to heterogeneity, so variability in the methods across studies. Overall, caffeine rinse alone isn't supported enough recommendation. I say alone because a lot of these papers will be caffeine and carbohydrate rinse. And then they then they say, oh, we've seen a performance boost. It's like, well, you're probably looking at the carbohydrate being the reason for that, not yeah. the caffeine rinse. I mean, once again, the last thing we want is CrossFitters getting all up on this, Bill. You know how you get like, tar- you know, you get, like spit buckets for tar- uh, to chewing tobacco? Mm. CrossFit Games 2022. They're gonna have like spit buckets for your caffeine rinse. Right. Yeah, I'm not. Tom, I'm not, I'm not having this, mate. I'm not. I'm not I don't. I, I do not appreciate your your you know relentless attack on the CrossFit community in this episode. I don't know. In all fairness, in all fairness, things like uh, bodybuilding and you know powerlifting and just like just general normal stuff, normal gym stuff. <laughs> digging a deeper grave. Yeah, you're yeah, uh, They tend to just still. They're, they're still back in primal times where like, they're still taking BCAAs and oh, stuff yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, those but, are... you know, CrossFit, it's almost like it's, it's the, new, the new toy. CrossFit have put BCAAs in a can. <laughs> That's what CrossFit have exactly. done. Exactly. <laughs> That's what CrossFit have done. Exactly. I mean, don't get me wrong, they buy into any old shit, but at least they're uh, very modern with it. Mm. They're all over it. It's like Toys R Us over at CrossFit Games. Jesus.
We'll move on to the final part and the most anticipated part of this week's finale, and that is the one and only crocodile blood. So now this is how this is how fucking desperate we are as a society to get rid of DOMS. We have now turned as a society. We are literally harvesting dinosaurs to get rid of DOMS. That's how desperate we are now. <laughs> That's how sick and tired we are of having leg day problems. That we are going to dinosaurs to get rid of fucking DOMS. I mean, look, once again it doesn't really freak me out that much because you know like well normal people, you know, not you like we eat animals anyway, etc. Normal we do, people, here we go. Digging another hole. Yeah, you know, like vegans like oh, God, yourself. Go. Normal is a whole different discussion. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Um, right. But yeah, I mean, look, uh, man's ability to be fucking inherently evil to animals is like yeah, pretty, pretty well known anyway. But the thing that does surprise me in regards to this is that Dom's is such a serious thing that we're now willing to wrestle an alligator, uh, a crocodile, sorry. And um, yeah, harvest its blood. Mm. Leg day is that severe that it's like, you know what? I'm going to go and wrestle a crocodile, and, and yeah, get its blood. And that's actually a point. I went. I, I actually slipped up there and said alligator. And that's the thing. Would it be the same with alligator blood? That's a great question. I feel like we need to get uh, get some papers on that. You said dinosaur. I did. Could could we like do like mm. a Jurassic Park and get like a T Rex or a Velociraptor and harvest their blood just for the sake of lowering doms? There is some uh, indication of that happening. I will go into that later when we do what, some... dinosaurs? But yeah, don't worry. I, don't, I won't spoil it, but there are, there's some interesting stuff coming out later on. Don't worry. I won't spoil it. What, what have you done, Bill? What, what have, have you I done, done in your spare time? It's what have fucking, you done? It's the fucking tie we need to worry about. Right. But, you know, j- jokes aside now, we actually do have a super recent 2021 paper on crocodile blood reducing DOMS. And I'm, I'm going to talk you through this paper because it's, a, you know, it's pretty much the it's only a, paper. It's a journey. It's a journey, Right. They got 16 healthy males and they were randomly allocated to either crocodile blood. Human males or crocodile males? Crocodile male. Uh, what? No, <laughs> human males. Sit, sit. Let me start. Wait, you're throwing me off here. Like, I'm trying to take people on a journey here, a journey of discovery. Right. Bear with me. Let's go again. 16 healthy males were randomly allocated to either crocodile blood or a placebo. They consumed four capsules of freeze-dried crocodile blood powder, so one gram a day over 18 days an eccentric exercise protocol was performed and functional performance (laughs) visual analog scale measured pain knee range of motion so range of motion they went through as well and thigh circumference they looked at swelling they also there's more air sorry fucking this is a journey they looked at cytokinase or kinase enzymes contractions and then the usual biome- uh, biochemical parameters were assessed immediately after exercise as well as after 24 hours 48 hours and 72 hours mm. right here we go let's get to some conclusion now an 18 day supplementation of one gram a day of crocodile blood helps to maintain peak muscle force or doms compared to placebo after eccentric exercise now eccentric exercise is normally associated with doms so that's why it's quite yeah. interesting that something that really does promote doms this is actually helping with it and they had noticeable effects, uh, quite similar to tart cherry juice, actually, yeah, 24, did, yeah. 48 hours. Yeah. Then it kind of died down at 72 hours, which to be fair is expected because nature takes its course and you just recover naturally after that. Yeah, of course. Um, and this is really important to note, guys. In addition, the biochemical analysis I mentioned provided evidence that one gram a day of crocodile blood supplementation should be safe for human consumption. Fuck me. I mean, that's bloody mental, isn't it? I mean, uh, two concerns I have. The first one being is that it was crocodile blood versus placebo, right? Mm. So where, what was the placebo blood? Oh, hello. Where did that come from? I want to know. 
I'm scared. Actually, I don't want to know. I'm scared. Yeah, because that's an interesting... I mean, I know, to be fair, it's just a, it's just powder form, isn't it? It's powder, Tom. So, I mean, it's not, it's not going to taste anything, is it? It's not going to have like a, a blood metallic taste, Was is it, it powdered? Yeah, it's it powder. Yeah, definitely powder. It was... Um, Hang on, let me check this out because I'm, I'm just assuming that it's like literally sipping... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's powder, Oh, yeah. four capsules of freeze-dried mm. croc- crocodile blood powder. Yeah, that is grim. That is grim. But now I'm still interested in what the other, what the placebo was. Mm. I mean, just some like freeze-dried coffee, I suppose, or blood orange. It does sound good, doesn't it? That little paper. But obviously, don't get too excited because that is like one paper. But saying that, there's a Thai company who are basically the ones peddling this stuff. They are actually looking to expand now. Um, yeah. After this one paper, they've gone. Fuck it. We're going. We're going full send on crocodile yeah. blood. I mean, I did say I had two concerns. My other concern is a uh, conflict of interest. Mm. Now it doesn't actually say in the conflict of interest, but something we can't be ruling out here is a, uh, you know, like are, are crocodiles behind this? Are they trying to purposely change our genome structure? Because that would be a what? conflict of interest. What are you talking about now? Well, the lizard people, Bill. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, no. I see where this is going. The lizard oh, no. people. Oh, you know, the, the royal family. You're out no. of the army now, Bill. You can say it. You can tell us the truth. You can tell us the truth about, you know, the, the lizard people. The lizard people, you know, fucking hell. Well, welcome, to, uh, welcome to Chat Should Get Fit. Don't say it too loud. You just got to say, you know, the, 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 the lizard people. Oh, God almighty. Have you got that picture, actually? Bear in mind, you did actually show me a lizard person the other day. Oh shit! Right, America, America. Gonna... Of course, it's America. I completely forgot about that. Uh, did... I actually sent it to you in the... as a text message, didn't I? Yeah, it was in, Je- it was in jeans, wasn't it? He was in jeans. Uh, I wasn't expecting to show this picture, but yeah, I mean, uh... <laughs> sorry, this just cracks me up each time. But there is the <laughs> there's the lizard people. You can't really oh, see, but he's in like a God. nice pair of denim. I'm assuming that's one of the people that did the study. I mean, I don't, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to offend, you know, our cousins across the pond, but that picture just screams American, doesn't it? It couldn't look any more American. So out of this, out of this whole picture, this is the thing that gets your attention. <laughs> not so much, <laughs> yeah, not so the much the crocodile in a pair of denim. Yeah, but look, and she's looks like a Versace shirt. Well, you got her on some sort of mobility scooter, and then she's got a fucking, she's dressed up her crocodile. I mean, this guy look, just looks like he's on his way to work. He looks like a. A descendant of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh God! If you're uh, if you're on Patreon, then uh, you'll definitely see that because we'll be posting we'll be, we're posting that on there. <laughs> but I mean, um, yeah, that was a really wild study. I mean, uh, I know I remember showing it to you last year, and um, the, the whole like, yeah, anyone that took an interest in kind of fitness related studies around that time when that study was released, stronger by science on their Reddit, it was fucking comical. The stuff they were saying yeah, there, like, it, it was crazy. Like people just like couldn't believe it but then at the same time i'm very surprised someone like liverkin hasn't jumped on this yet but then again there's actual science behind this so uh yeah that's a good point that's a good point i would believe he's a true primal if uh, i actually see him taking the bite out of a live crocodile i want to see him do i want to see him wrestle a crocodile grab a straw stick it in and drink yeah. it dry drink that because he said he eats them head to toe he doesn't yeah. waste anything he doesn't waste a single yeah. thing he says you try fighting a crocodile see how that goes down but he's very functional, so I'm sure he'll be alright. But in all serious, like, I wonder if it'll be the same for an alligator, because two totally different animals. They are, yeah. In different parts of the yeah the world, yeah. Got to move back to this uh, this Thai company. I do actually have some more information on this, Tom. So I did a bit of digging, um, and I've got a uh, an extract here from one of their top dogs. I'm not sure if this is like the CEO or something. But basically, one of the, the top people. It's not an actual dog. 
No, no, not an actual dog. No, I know. I've yeah, got cla- after reading that study. Like I've got to clarify <laughs> that, you know, just because no, yeah. who, who knows? Who knows? Now? Yeah, who knows? dogs and genes. Who knows? But um, yeah, dogs this was this is a direct quote, so the English might be a bit broken. But uh, bear with me. So this is the first clinical study in humans targeting the athletes and sportsmen. It's a different kind of population to our existing customers. By whole sorry, rewind. They're existing customers. They actually got a fucking customer base. <laughs> what? It's Thailand. Mate, what existing customers? They've got like a little shop, have they? Like, what? Yeah. Everyone just goes on for goes inside and pops a straw into their... Uh, to be fair, I guess last yeah. week did say Captain that... Crocodile. Wasn't it last week I guess that Bangkok was the uh, the food capital of the world? Yeah. I mean, some of those markets, etc. I mean, look, mm. we're in this whole situation in the first place because someone stuck a straw into a bat in Wuhan. <laughs> so, you know, it doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah. Right. Let me get back on track. So... Just want to clarify, I'm pretty sure that's not how it happened, but... Uh, <laughs> breaking character... It's a different kind of population to our existing customers. The study is not focused on patients, but on healthy individuals. And so we hope to expand the market to include healthy individuals as well. We're looking for Thai sports celebrities to be our brand ambassadors to do the marketing for the crocodile blood as a food supplement for improving sports performance. Following this, we hope to clone the Triceratops and see if that is superior to the crocodile. If that is successful, we will launch Tyrassic Park, essentially a farm for our blood. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your face then. <laughs> Wait, you, what? You, you look like you're like on a mad google scrabble like hang on what the fuck's he saying uh, i was actually i genuinely control f and tried to search it in the actual paper you give me we've gone so far down the rabbit hole i now know i don't even know like if we're in character anymore or if yeah. this is real like that was good that yeah i just well i mean uh that sounds like it could be the next jurassic park film yeah, as i said tyrassic park tyrassic yeah tyrassic park I mean, I tell you what, you can imagine what the packaging would be like. That'd be incredible, wouldn't it? It would have to be crocodile, uh, yeah, crocodile skin. Mm. Crocodile skin. It'd have to, wouldn't it? Yeah. Once again, though, you know, no one bats an eyelid at like someone with crocodile shoes. Mm, as soon as you're taking point. it for functional reasons, yeah, you know, uh, it, everyone goes loose. crazy. Yeah. All hell breaks loose. But that is that is crocodile blood. So you know, we'll keep an eye on it. I'm not. I'm not sure if there's going to be any more on that. Um, I can't. I can't see it being a massive. Uh, field of research i can oh sorry i don't know about research but i could definitely see it break into the supplement industry oh yeah definitely i can see that happening yeah i want you to close your eyes and picture it's the crossfit games 2045 <laughs> um it's kind of like a really shit terminator but instead of robots we have crossfitters yeah um in between sets of kipping yeah they have an actual live crocodile on a leash. Oh, wow. I, can see, I can actually see this. I can actually between see this. sets. Yeah, I can see this. Oh, it's so almost like, you know, they, you know, they get into ice baths now. Instead of that, they go to like a, a drinking station where they just sit down and have a big straw. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just a crocodile there. Like, you know, when you get blood done, they just sit in the, in the chair with like a big drip. And bear oh. in mind, this is years later. So by now, evolution has taken uh, all. So they're, they're now, now tall. They're, so they're, they're, they're more sentient now. So they're actually sitting there with the jeans on, the yep. little hats on. They're actually exactly. c- they're communicating able to sit the athletes. Right. Yep, they've grown thumbs as well, so they're just chilling, you know, he's on his yeah, like yeah. Apple 32, iPhone, whatever, and the crocodile's just like, yeah, mate, crack on, have a sip, have a sip, mate. Yeah. Getting paid like 40 quid an hour here, go for it, no- Nocco will have a, a flavour, Nocco will have a block crocodile blood flavour. <laughs> I've eaten lots of pineapple, mate, go on, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> have you got any others, Tom? Is there any other odds and sods that you, the top of your head you can think of that perhaps need to be discussed? Supplement wise, off the top of my head, no. I think I'm more freaked out by the whole crocodile thing still. 
it feels like as soon as I as soon as I go to bed tonight, as soon as my head hits the pillow, I'm going to get a rush of all these things in my head. But no, I can't really think of any other odds and sods. The main one for me, sorry, the main two interesting ones for me was the tart cherry juice, just simply because of looking at the graphs and the effect that it had. Yeah, it was pretty significant. Yeah, and um, yeah, just crocodile blood for the complete absurdity of it. Mm. Yeah. Admittedly, I had taken an interest in things like uh, carbohydrate rinses and um, caffeine rinses as well. But yeah, since looking at it, like, yeah, the... uh, Lack of evidence slash bloody d- d- dosages. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'd rather just drink coffee. I would rather just drink coffee. But the thing is, there's always something new coming out. So we could literally publish this on Monday and then two days later, something wacky and wild will come out. That has literally happened to us before. What episode yeah, was that? What had... episode was that? We did an episode I can't remember. It was, it was like uh... the weekend after we had recorded, a paper came out literally. <gasps> no, it was, um, was it hip thrusts or something? It's happened a I'm sure few do, times. I'm sure it's to do with hip thrust or something like that. It's actually happened to us a few times yeah. where we've said something. It's like, oh, it'd be good to see something on this. And then a week later, later yeah. it's published. We're like, oh, shit. Yeah, we've got fucking... Jump the gun here. Yeah, nightmare. But um, yeah, so if you've got nothing else to say, Tom, that is the supplement series wrapped up. I think really to conclude on a, on a more serious note is, as of all these supplements, they are supplements. They are meant to supplement what you are doing. So really, you need to be you need to be focusing on the basics, right? So looking yeah. at your, your, your core nutrition, looking at your... You know, your actual lifestyle as itself, you know, limiting things like if you're smoking, stop smoking, alcohol, limiting that, making sure you get enough sleep, uh, making sure your training is, you know, programmed properly. Um, yeah, it's, it's just doing the basics, doing them well. And then yeah. once you've done all that and you're absolutely acing everything else, then think, okay, I could now probably I'm do suck up yeah. a crocodile. Oh, for fuck's sake. I tried <laughs> doing a serious outro, Tom. What do you do? You bring in the fucking blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, but it's. <laughs> well, Joe, I was I was going to say something and mention the tip of a pyramid, but now you've just put me off because of what you said. Um, but yeah, like it going back to serious, like going back to serious. Yeah, but never be serious know, in this podcast. Talk about pyramids, etc. Yeah, things like nutrition, your actual training protocols, your lifestyle. You know, like your sleep hygiene, etc. Yeah. Your stress, things that you might not even be able to control. Let's be realistic. Mm. Then at the very tip of that pyramid. Sorry, just because you said blowjob, now I'm thinking of a tip. The very tip is where you got your crocodiles. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is actually genuine. Like that, that would be where you'd go to after everything else is gone. You think, okay, I'm in the finals to get a gold medal. What can I do to maybe win against Usain? I'm gonna, as Tom said, it so lovely. I'm gonna suck a crocodile off. I'm just checking how much it is to buy a crocodile. How much is a crocodile? All right, I think I'm jumping ahead here. Where can I purchase a crocodile? <laughs> I mean, there's there's none. On the gum tree. There's none in the London area, though. There's none. And the thing is, whenever I type in crocs, all I'm getting is is a actual, actual, yeah, actual crocs. Actual <laughs> crocs. I used to wear crocs whenever I'd go away with the army. Everyone took the piss, but I'll tell you what, I was snug as fuck. And I could walk in and out of the showers without getting any foot fungal infections. I'll tell you what there is, though, Bill. There is a... You can you can purchase swimming with crocodiles. Oh wow! So actually, Ooh, just bring your own swimming, straw. <laughs> listen, swimming with the crocodiles for two. That's me and you. Oh well, that's, I think we should, that'd be a great YouTube video. And listen, are they going to notice if one of their crocodiles goes missing? We'll be all right, Bill. We'll be fine. I think we'll be fine. I think we'll be fine. Me and you, Bill. We'll take one. No one's going to stop us. When we've got a fucking crocodile in our hands, they're not going to come close to us. And I think we'll leave it there. We hope you've enjoyed the supplement series. Um, look forward to the next series, which is 
I forgot what's it called now. Is it bad for you? It's going to be the next one. Also, we'll be chatting with guests, obviously, on a pretty regular basis to that. You've always got chatting PTs to, to look forward to. But yeah, the next series is going to be, is it bad for you? So look forward to that. Is a, is a draining a crocodile bad for you? Um, if you tried doing it while it was alive, I can imagine that being quite problematic. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it. And on that note, it's been a pleasure as always. We will see you on the next one. You're not going to say bye? Oh, am I, am I saying bye? Sorry, I was still thinking about the crocodiles. Sorry, I know we're supposed to be exiting right now, but I'm actually wondering how many people got injured during that study. <laughs> what do you mean? It's, it was powdered fucking crocodile. They didn't have to harvest it themselves. They didn't have to like find them with like a little leash. They had to at some point. Bye, everyone. What's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking stop button? Fuck's sake. As always, thanks for listening. So that's it. That's the end of the supplement series. But of course, we've got plenty more great content to come. And if you are enjoying our content and would like to get more from us and help with the running of the podcast, we'd love for you to check out our Patreon over at patreon.com slash podcast. Also be linked down below, where for the price of a cup of coffee, you can join us for live specials, live Q&As, gain access to our Patreon feed with behind-the-scenes extras. And to top it off, you'll get a link to join our private Discord server to chat with us whenever you want. And FYI, the Discord is pretty barren at the moment. So yeah, we'd love to see some more of you in there. And before I close out for the week, big thank you to our existing patrons, especially to producer of the show and skierg extraordinaire, Colleen. We will see you next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode. See you soon. (laughs) 